150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 18. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring prayer and awareness to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from January through October, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. I count down from 50 to 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 12 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number one. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Today's episode 18, yesterday was 19, tomorrow will be 17, up until the end of the month when we reach number one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So that's a little background for the people who are new every day this month, and I thank you guys for this. We have had new either subscribers to the Evangelical Norm Network or members at the Fifth Seal page on Facebook. And that's because you guys like, share, comment on the videos, which makes the algorithm send it out to more and more people who are more apt to join us in prayer, or you're personally inviting people to come join us. So that's the huge thing is the personal invite is what brings people in to join us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. So all that being said, it is Sunday, November 13th. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Officials in Algeria have made it increasingly difficult for missionaries to evangelize or challenge the Islamic faith in any capacity. With Algeria's government issued ordinances and restrictions on non-Muslim religious organizations, any attempt to attract more MBBs is met with animosity and very real possibility of jail time and hefty fines. Today, Algeria is estimated to be about 99% Sunni Muslim and has blasphemy, anti-proselytization, and laws governing worship that are main components in making mission work here nearly impossible. The blasphemy laws, according to the United States Commission on International Freedom, quote, criminalizes blasphemy. Any individual who offends the prophet and, and the messengers of God or disparages the dogma or precepts of Islam, whether it be through writing, artwork, speaking, or any other medium, may be subject to three to five years in prison and or a fine between 50,000 and 100,000 Algerian dinars, roughly about 350 to 710 U.S. dollars, unquote. What this means is that anything that could be said or seen as going against the Muslim beliefs is criminalized. The anti-proselytization laws include any act that quote-unquote entices a Muslim to convert to another religion. Lastly, the laws governing worship keeping Christians confined to approved worship spaces while also purposely discriminating against religious minorities to make these places of worship difficult to attend and enjoy regularly. You can find similar stories of how these laws have persecuted Christians elsewhere in the website and also um, 
this podcast. Algeria has clearly made these laws specifically to discourage the practice of faith systems outside of the Sunni Muslim sect. As a result, mission work has become dangerous and can come at a high cost. So again, these laws are consistently changing. I know they've gotten worse this year, which has helped uh, Algeria climb on the world watch list this year. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Algeria, those who are missionaries, who are going to this area, who are called to this area. Pray that they would be bold in their proclamation of the gospel. Pray that they would be willing to endure the persecution that is there, even you know, imprisonment and fines, um, and that God would be glorified and that God would use that, their willingness to pay fines, to go to prison because of the gospel of Christ, that Jesus would use that to draw people to himself, that the Holy Spirit would move through those actions to change the hearts of the people there, the Muslims there, to repent, put their faith in Christ, and to become saved. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, number 18, Qatar. Some facts about Qatar. Region is Middle East. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. Main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Uh, The population of Qatar is 2,840,000, of which about 372,000 are Christian. So a little over 15%-ish, somewhere in there. Uh, the government is an absolute monarchy, and the leader is Emir Tamim bin Hamad Al Thani. What does persecution look like in Qatar? Christians in Qatar are primarily, primarily foreigners who tend to be migrant workers. These foreign Christians are much freer to live out their faith in Qatar than the nationals, although foreigners might ex- also experience pressure. And foreign churches are often monitored by the government and limited to specific areas. A small number of indigenous converts form the other group of Christians in Qatar. These believers face extreme pressure from their Muslim families and community. The country doesn't officially recognize conversion from Islam, which causes legal troubles and loss of status, child custody, and property. Foreign converts from Islam may be able to avoid some pressure by joining a more international community, but the bottom line is that Qatar, both indigenous and migrant converts, risk discrimination, harassment, and police surveillance for their faith. Qatar jumped 11 spots from last year's 2022 World Watch 2021 World Watch List. Violence against Christians rose sharply because many churches were forced to stay closed after COVID-19 restrictions. The rest of the pressures faced by believers in Qatar are intense and a daily burden on those who follow Jesus. The, the risks faced by Christians, especially converts from Islam to Christianity, depend on the person's national origin. Native Qatari converts are most vulnerable to danger, while foreign Christians may be somewhat freer to worship, as long as they do so in the ways the government can tolerate. Pray for Qatar, ways we can pray. Pray for the migrant Christians, that they would be protected from the brutal and abusive treatment that many foreign workers face in Qatar. Ask God to protect and preserve his people. Pray for any native Qataris who convert to Christianity that they must do so in deep secrecy or risk intense persecution from their families and society. Pray that those believers would know that they are not alone and that God would remind them that he is there and that he is in control. Pray for the monarchy in Qatar. Ask that God would soften the hearts of the emir and his government, that they would open their hearts to the truth of Jesus' love and grace. Let's pray. 
Father, we thank you again for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we thank you that you have provided for us a medium, a platform that we can use to come together across vast distances, even across the span of time. As many people will watch this video or listen to the podcast later, either today or days from now, and still join their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we pray that we would be able to continue to utilize these platforms that the things that are said and the, the prayers and, and the podcasts that I do here would not uh, prevent us from using this, would not cause us to be banned or any of those things. And you would continue to protect this presence on these platforms as you have for years. Lord, um, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Algeria. Lord, as these laws continue to get stricter and stricter over Christians and other religious minorities, but those that, that specifically target the Christians' blasphemy laws, anti-proselytization laws, Lord, those um, restrictions on where they can worship and how they can worship, Lord, we pray that you would move among the government officials there, that those laws would be lightened, that those uh, even those government officials would see the willingness of Christians in these areas to face imprisonment, fines, persecution for their faith, that even those government officials would see that, Lord, you would use that to draw them to repentance and faith. And as they repent and their hearts are changed by your spirit, God, that they would step into their legislature and, and reduce the the strictness of the laws that are there, or even remove the laws and open up uh, the country of Algeria to religious freedom, Lord. We pray that you would be glorified in that, Father. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Qatar, Lord. We pray for the, the migrant workers that are there that are discriminated against because of their faith. Father, we pray that you would um, strengthen their faith, that you would uh, solidify their faith, help them to remain bold, even in the face of persecution at their jobs and their communities. Father, that you would give them a boldness to proclaim the gospel, even in the face of persecution, that the gospel would be preached, that they would call others to repentance. You would raise up evangelists and pastors and, and, and teachers there, Lord, that um, you would be glorified in that. Father, we lift up the native Qataris that have to convert in secret because of the intense pressure they face from family and society. Father, we pray that you would also encourage them, that you would bring the Christians alongside of them, that they can iron sharpen iron, that they can be discipled, that they can be mentored, that they can grow and mature in their faith. And God, that again, you would use their witness, that you would use their proclamation of the gospel to draw others, even their family members that persecute them, to repentance and faith, Lord, and that in all these things, that you would be glorified. Father, we also pray for the government, the emir, um, in Qatar and all the government officials, again, pray that their hearts would be turned, that their hearts would be softened, that they would come to know you in repentance and faith, and that that would cause a change of the, the religious laws in Qatar, Lord, and open up for religious freedom. And again, Lord, we pray that you would be glorified in all of these things, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you again for taking the time out to join me 10 to 15 minutes a day throughout the month of November, twice a month throughout the rest of the year, to join us, to become more aware of what's happening to our brothers and sisters around the world, and to lift them up in prayer. Again, if you could invite people, if you know anyone who'd be willing to join, 10 to 15 minutes a day to join us to, to watch a video or if they can't watch a video to download the audio podcast, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, anywhere where you get your audio podcast, search for the fifth seal. You can find us, download us, 
Take us with you, put us in your earbuds, and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Continue to invite those people to join us. We can increase the numbers of those who are praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, because they are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.